Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. Join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical, transformational journey. Welcome back to the Inspired Action Podcast. I'm Jay, and this is our 104th episode of the Inspired Action Podcast. And I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Lita Herman. Welcome back, Inspired Actioneers. Today is definitely one of my favorite topics. What? Aren't they all your favorite topics? <laughs> yes, yes. I guess you could say I love all of our topics, but today is all about fire and the fire element. Oh, so that's why you're into it. Well, you know, Lita, how could anyone say that fires are too self-centered? <laughs> I don't know. Why would anyone say that? <laughs> Sorry. So let's go back. Your favorite topic, fire. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Yes. The fire element is, you know, obviously it's definitely my favorite topic and we're Returning to this theme today of how to heal heart pain and specifically how each of the five elements deals with heart pains. Well, wait, did you say it is your favorite or one of your favorites? <laughs> the fire element? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, for me, I love all five elements. But you equally. love talking about yourself? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's just say I have a little partial to fire. That's great. Well, <laughs> we're in the second of a five episode mini series on how each of the elements responds differently to trauma and negative life events. Our last episode, Pod 103, was on the wood, which I love to talk about, That's right? True. A little bit. <laughs> and today we're going to discuss what fires can do to release what we call the tentacles wrapped around your heart. So if you just found us, go ahead, listen up to the Wood Podcast 103, and then you'll be all caught up on this little series. So go on, we'll wait. Bing! Okay, so you know we don't mind waiting, right? Okay, so now that everyone's caught up, let's talk tentacles. Yes, but first, Jay, I just had a thought. Uh-oh. You... <laughs> Did not love doing the last no, podcast I didn't. because you don't woods don't like to talk we're private about stuff They're on very a need private. to know basis, need to know only yeah. basis. And fire, I'm working love. on it. I'm working. I on know. It. And fires love to talk about all their stuff, so yeah. that is a difference. <laughs> Big difference. So all let's right. go to the tentacles, so okay. we don't talk about wood anymore. All right. <laughs> right. So the tentacles represent heart pains that you might have, and how it's really changing how you interact with the world. Wait, I forgot. Before we get going, we didn't do the update on the updates. <laughs> okay. So let's update all the Inspired Actioners on what's happening in the Inspired Action Podcast Alchemy Learning Center world. Well, if you're new to the podcast, we recommend you go back to the beginning and start with basic theories. And in this case, for today's episode, you could go back to pod two, which introduces the concepts of the five elements and podcast episodes 12 through 16, which describe each of the elements and basically what they're about. And those uh, podcast episodes will give you everything you need to understand to get started with understanding the five elements. And if, like us, you love the five elements, then there are a number of online classes we've developed in our Alchemy Learning Center and we have a basic class on the five elements as well. And guess what we called it, Lita? <laughs> what? Understanding the five elements, which is conveniently called that, so you can find that one easily. Yes. And then we have an advanced five elements class, which we created mostly for practitioners. And when we offer NCC AOMCEUs for Well, that's it. a mouthful. Yeah. Right. Say that again. <laughs> NCC AOMCEUs. And we also have a basic five elements version for 
people who are like massage therapists or people who get a different kind of CEU called NCBTMB. That's also Are you just making that up? Uh, (laughs) Lots of initials. But anyway, in general, we have some CEU offerings for these classes. So that's great. So that's alchemylearningcenter.com. Go check it out. Spend some time there while just kind of like surf around and lurk if you want. And then- yeah, Go ahead have, and join some of the classes. We have alchemical meditations. We have different kinds of classes. Workshops. We have some free webinars. Yeah. So you can check it out. We have some uh, qigong and tai chi. So we, yeah. we've got a lot of different things there. So we also have two books on the five elements. Um, if, if you're into reading old-fashioned, you know, hardcover books, you could get one online. We also Are have books on- going to continue to survive in our world, or is it all going to be audiobooks in the future? I don't know. I think some people are nostalgic for still reading. Do you read any physical phys- books? Rare. I do a lot of audio. I, I carry on, around one or two. I'm not sure I always get through them. I try. I love both, but... I always laugh when someone says they're reading a book and then when I ask them about it, they're like really just listening to a book. Yeah, but aren't you a bit of a book hoarder? (laughs) I'm a little bit of a book hoarder. Just a little. Just a little. I love buying books and then putting them on them on the shelf, but So are you a bookcase bookshelf hoarder? I might be. I might be. Right, right. So what came first, the bookshelf or the book? Right. Right? That's I, like the chicken and the egg. I know. I know. All right. All right. Well, I, I, mean, I am a book hoarder. Nothing gets me more excited than to buy a new book. A and, physical book. It's There's yeah, something still about something having about that in it. your hand. Doesn't Kindle just doesn't do it. No. I mean, when you're traveling, it's nice to have like 100 books on your Kindle or your yeah. iPad or whatever. But yeah, I don't miss lugging. But I do usually have one book on me. Yeah, that's Right cool. now, yes. Well, so let's tell them about our books. We yes. have a book called Connecting Your Circle and another one called The Energy of Love. And both of these are for if you're getting started with the five right. elements. I think I always say the Connecting Your Circle is like a basic primer on the five elements. You could whip right through that. Energy of Love, also intro book, and it's more on the relationships and love and how to heal or work on your relationships based on the five elements and how knowing each other better and why we do the darndest things we do then we can kind of bridge the gaps between different elemental types and so we also have an audio book which isn't specifically about the five elements it's about alchemy and so we're not total Luddites. We've we've entered into the audiobook yes, world. Yes, <laughs> and that was actually quite uh, an adventure, and we're excited to do another one soon. Yeah. So you can check that out as well on Audible or Wait, iTunes. And that's through the Mystery Gate on through Audible. Through the Mystery Gate, yes. Or iTunes. Yes. All right, let's get back to our regularly scheduled podcast. Regularly scheduled. Is there anything regular? Wait, let's just go. Is there anything regularly scheduled in the internet anymore? <laughs> Don't think so. That's a That's old, old TV phrase. Yeah, right? We <laughs> had like, to wait every week. Yeah, remember? For like a new episode. Well, they do that now. They Some, some uh, series, they make you wait like on, you know, not Netflix so much, but some of the other... Um, Disney, Disney Plus. Yeah, all those. They make you wait now. Yeah, I like the Netflix. Just turn on the fire hose and yeah, really suck binge. it all in, right? <laughs> binge it all. Yeah, but we used to have to wait like 7 p.m. On Sunday on for Sunday Disney. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Well, sorry if we make you wait a long time between podcasts, but yeah. we're trying not to. We're trying to speed it up for you. But anyway, all right. So let's move forward. Back to your favorite topic, talking about. Yourself. <laughs> Talking about myself. Fire. <laughs> All right, let's get back to fire. Okay. And the tentacles. Right. So we're talking about these tentacles that can wrap around your heart and cause heart pains and specifically 
how that happens with fire people. And so we liken these tentacles, and I say lichen, L-I-C-H-E-N, and then likened these tentacles to the seven <laughs> deadly sins because they really, that was an like ocean theme, by the way, they really match up well Let's for go through fire. Them. Yes. Yeah. So let's light the fuse. And all right, before we light the fuse for fire, let's review. Yeah. So let's review the, these seven deadly sins that the way we call them is we call them overindulgence, temptation, greed, jealousy. Ego slash pride, deep-seated anger, and apathy. And we added an eighth tentacle because we're all so amazing. Yes. Bonus tentacle, fear. Yes. And that's, you know, fear can be healthy. It's it's a healthy emotion yeah, because it's in it, a good way. It can keep us safe. Yep, in a good way. Or it can be debilitating and really keep us frozen. And really, in a not in a good way. And I don't like to say good or bad, right or yeah. wrong, but not in a good way. So for today, before we talk about, you know, healing our tentacles, let's first talk about how fires deal with heart pains. Yes, Lita, let's. You go. (laughs) Okay. So while any elemental type can be dealing with any one of these eight tentacles, the fire element is probably going to see the world with the lens of their fire element, which means they're going to look at the world in a specific way. And You know, we believe that naming these tentacles is so important. Sure. And remember, you're more than one element. So even if you're fire second or third in your stack up, this episode can apply to your third position as well. And sometimes it's that third one that gives you the most heart pains. Yeah, sometimes, but not always. Not always, but sometimes. So if you've got fire anywhere in your top three, then this is for you. And here it is. Fires are going to be more likely than other elements to have issues around overindulgence, temptation, and then maybe that ego pride tentacle. And we talked about that in the wood one as well. Sure. And I think occasionally a bit of jealousy sprinkled in on top, like those (laughs) little jimmies. Yes. Good point. So we put some sprinkles on top of jealousy. So, yeah. So, Lena, let's just jump in and explain and remind people that these are The tentacles are just the stories of our past lessons that we think we've learned when we've experienced a negative or traumatic event. And after those events, we change as a person. Our our path changes somewhat. So we start to live our lives differently based on trying to avoid more heart pains. But as we live differently, now our course is altered. If something happens, we end up not being our true authentic selves. So here we are. We realized a long time ago as we were teaching these heart pains, that a person's heart can get bound up, wrapped up in pain. And that's what we called, we created this thing called a tentacle. Because that's that's the imagery that we want to instill when you're working on this kind of work. That's a great explanation. And I'd add that the reason we started giving them names is we realized that there are common themes to these stories and that actually putting a name to them you know, it helps people unravel some of these heart pains. So that's what we're attempting to help you do today. Release those tentacles of heart pain that can, you know, so so that your heart can be free. Sure, you don't want those things bound around it and then it's multi-layered and it keeps you from going on that path that you might have been supposed to be walking. But sorry, let's talk about the first one, overindulgence. Yes, that's perfect. So if you're fire... Fires love to have a lot of choices in life. Yeah, they love a good buffet of life. They, they yes. love to like have it all. And buffets are awesome. Life is really awesome in general because we love the smorgasbord of life. I knew you were going to use that cookie word, <laughs> smorgasbord. <laughs> that's just a crazy, who made up that word? I love the sound of that word. It sounds so yummy and yeah. exciting. <laughs> I'll have it all. They actually, I think 
uh, buffet is like a boring word. And I don't know if you know this, but smorgasbord in Swedish, you know, board means table and smorgas in Swedish is like little sandwiches. Oh. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing I it right. I really, don't really know that. <laughs> and, you know, those little ones that you like to eat at parties. So not only are these sandwiches, they're party sandwiches. Yes. Fires love parties. And there's little ones so you can pick many. Yeah. So basically. That's your overindulgence. Yes. Too many little sandwiches. <laughs> right. You got it. So it's a party theme. And who doesn't love a sandwich party? Right. And don't forget to wear your smorgasbord pants, the ones with the stretchy elastic waist. I usually say buffet pants, but that word is out. That is so like 1990 right now. We're saying smorgasbord pants. And parties are so great. You know, you're talking, you're eating, you're laughing, maybe flirting. Yeah, we get it. We get it. (laughs) And we love a lot of variety. We love to see variety everywhere we look, like our visual field. That's why parties are so cool. There's lots of color. There's lots of people. And, you know, the people are the most interesting variation in life. Like they're just so interesting because everyone's so different and they have so much you know, they give us so much to look at and then their minds are so interesting. Once we start talking to people, we love to know what they're thinking. We want to get to know people. And just remember, if you're studying the elements and you're thinking about fire in a social setting, if they don't know anyone, they can be a little bit shy in the beginning. But if they know the people, then it's like pulling the ripcord on the on the parachute there. They just... <laughs> Let it all out. And then in terms of things like food and, you know, they love the different options. They want to taste all the things on the smorgasbord. How many times are you going to say that word? It's really hard for me with my accent. Of the things of wanting to explore everything. Well, you're making me excited about the smorgasbord. I can't wait to go to another party. Um, it, anyway, it sounds awesome. No, don't do that right now. We have to finish. All right. Well, I'm jonesing for a party, I guess. I know, right? Like... <laughs> Post-COVID parties. Where'd the parties go? Where'd the parties go? Where the parties at? All right. Well. Okay. So, all right. We got off a little bit. Let's just zone back in here. Okay. I can I can see trying everything on the smorgasbord. That seems kind of like normal fire stuff. But what does the overindulgence tentacle come into play? When? When does it come into play? I mean, every fire is going to want to try lots of things, but not every fire is going to find it difficult to stop. Right. So remember we said that overindulgence and temptation for that matter as well. Wait, wait, or do they have difficulty stopping? I just said they don't have it, but maybe they do have a difficulty stopping. Maybe they can't stop. Yeah, that's the whole point of overindulgence. So these are tentacles that have to do with lack. And fires, you know, will start with the most important way they might experience lack, which would be lack of love. Which is everything to fire. And, you know, maybe a fire person experienced a lack of love from their parents or siblings or someone that like, a, you know, someone that they looked up to, maybe a grandparent. Yep. So they didn't get the, the enough of the love, for example. And so that game became traumatic and maybe isolating. Yeah. So like me, you know, maybe they also even got bullied in school and maybe it came more from this feeling of isolation among friends. So that could be where fire might feel a lack of love. Sure. And then, you know, when fire is not loved, it's disastrous. Yes. It's hard to even believe that some elemental types really don't care that much what other people think of them. Well, actually, all elemental types do care what others think of them. They just don't care whether or not everyone loves them. That's my thought. True, true. So they do kind of like care. Yeah, it's true because would people care? But they just don't want to, you know, they want us to be seen as great. 
but they maybe don't need everyone to love them. Exactly. Yeah. I definitely know that for experience. Yeah. So let's just say you're fire and you have a feeling of lack inside, deep inside. That would be a heart pain. Yeah. And that makes you feel like you need to fill this lack like a giant hole inside. And it's a constant sense of, of hunger. And so instead of going out and making friends and doing your fun fire thing, you stand by that smorgasbord at the parties and stuff yourself nervously. And then you go home and eat an entire container of Paul Newman's O's. Wow. That sounds a little kind of like specific there. Yes. <laughs> Has the Paul Newman O's been in the history there? Yes. I okay. can't, Well, I cannot confirm or deny, but they're well, like- What about Oreos? Aren't they just like Oreos? Yes. So, are. oh, so you do the healthy version of the Oreos. There you go. It's oh. kind of like eating a pint of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. Have you eaten a whole container of Newman's O's? I, I, let's just say for me, it used to be Ben and Jerry's fish food, Newman's O's and Trader Joe's chocolate. Wow. And those key lime things. Oh, don't even talk about yeah, that. Don't even, that's, those are pretty specific out there. So if you have yes. your own list, we, we all know we do, right? Yes. Those, wow. So for me, those were my overindulgence tentacle for years. So is that, that's a good, good example, Zalina. Thank you for, this probably could be more, but those yes. are great. You know, is it the about the feeling of not fitting in due to the bullying then leading up to that trying to fill that emptiness or is it a little different? How, that's how I kind of felt it. Yes. And also, you know, it just so happened my mom got on a no sugar health kick when I was a kid. Yeah. And when I got all my sugar taken away, then that was during the time I was feeling really socially awkward and out of place. So that feeling of lack was definitely happening around food as well. And I was always trying to sneak sweet food to fill my soul, basically. Yeah, that is a big theme for a ton of people. And that's how the tentacles start. And for me, it could only be healed by healing that initial tentacle pain. I had to release the actual cause of the pain before I could control my eating. Yeah. And stop eating sugar. You don't eat sugar right now in your life. You have it for a long time. Yeah. For a long time now. I couldn't have even the tiniest amount when I started this but now I can honestly say it has no power over me. I still don't eat it, but I can and very, very, very rarely do. Like mm. once in a couple of years, I might do something like that. Just I'm sure socially. Paul Newman's and Ben and Jerry's are sad. Oh, I'm sure. You're like gone off that list. They're losing tons of money. I think, yeah, I I think don't their think stock they... went down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, that's really amazing and awesome. And I'm so happy that you're doing no sugar because we know it's a slippery slope for a lot of people. So let's talk about temptation. Thinking, Talking about slippery slope. Temptation and how the fires get into that mindset. It's very similar to overindulgence, but temptation is when you know from the get-go that you shouldn't be doing something and you do it anyway for all the same reasons that we described above. And I think for fires, obviously one might be sexual. And since fires are very sexual, how does that work? Yes. So if you're very sex positive or you like to hook up frequently, you know, that could feel natural to you. Or you might just want to have sex with people you have an emotional connection with. Were you trying to be hip with the hookup? <laughs> swipe left, swipe yes. right if you want to just hook up. <laughs> There's actually a name for this thing where you only want to hook up with people that you have an emotional connection with. You mean it's called a relationship? <laughs> right. Well, they're, they are actually calling it demisexual. Okay, you doing air quotes with that? Yeah. I well, don't want to offend anyone who's demisexual or demi-more or anyone like that. I don't <laughs> want to offend anyone. Right. Well, that's the word for being only connected to people you have a, an emotional connection with, meaning like you're not attracted to someone until you connect with them emotionally. 
like a relationship. Right. <laughs> like you get to know someone. Well, I'm yeah. not, I'm just, I'm don't, don't, please don't send me emails. <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm here to make it funny. Okay. Um, well, I do think that fires and earths do that naturally. Yeah. So it's interesting that it's being, being given a word where I would just call it fire or earth. We yeah. often, well, I mean, sometimes it doesn't mean fires and earths wouldn't be sex, uh, sexually attracted to someone they don't know, but it's definitely really important to them to connect. Yeah. It is important to both elements. I agree. Yeah. And, um, you know, some earths, you know, they might be less about the attraction and more about the mental connection and maybe fires, maybe it is more about the attraction and then the mental connection comes in later. But for fires, big giant question mark. Yes. If a fire has this feeling of lack inside, then it really messes with the normal attraction. Normally, remember, they love they love that smorgasbord. And so how about- That a sexual smorgasbord? The sexual How about a party with lots of The people? original swipe left. Yeah. You're really attracted to them. It's very exciting at a party. Who will you hook up with or who will you, you know, kiss or whatever your thing is, your jam is, who you're going to be interested in. And there might be a lot of choices. You know, like in college, there's suddenly a ton of choices when you go to college. And for fires... Again, giving away a lot of information there. <laughs> <laughs> right. And for fires who feel attractive and confident in themselves, no problem. But for a fire who has a tentacle, there might be, you know, an overindulgence of sex as and well. It, and it could maybe slide into an, even an addiction. For sure. And they may do things they aren't proud of, like have sex with their best friend's lover because they can't say no to love, even when it feels really wrong and causes some kind of betrayal. So that's where they don't really want to do it, but they still do it. I'm just, you know, thinking of one example. Sure. Sounds like the whole of lack is so big that any loving attention cannot be refused. Exactly. And they can't say no because the pain inside is just too great. And that does sound really intense. And I imagine when someone cheats in a committed relationship, that that temptation tentacle might be the culprit. And we see that a lot in yes. fire people. Yes. When you can't end the monogamous relationship you're in and you can't say no to another opportunity for love, and instead of being open and honest with both partners, you have to sneak around to keep filling that void of emptiness. Okay. So what can be done? Because I know people are on the edge of their seats <laughs> or walking if they're listening with their headphones. What are the healing strategies out there? So the first step is to name it and watch it. What are the triggers for your overindulgence if you have it? Are you emotional, for example, right before you start eating or overindulging with whatever you're overindulging with? Often that's the case that it's it's triggered by emotions and you might be fine for a while because you're happy and things are going well. So it doesn't kind of come up, but then you have one negative thing happen and suddenly you're back in the overindulgence. Or the temptation. Yes. So you need to begin to understand what triggers this tentacle. You have to own it. Yeah. Once you become aware of it, you can begin to find the source of the pain. Just remember, go slow, be kind, gentle, self-love. Yes. And like we explained in the last episode on wood, it's about going back through your past and finding the first time that these pains really happened. It could be early childhood even. And once you identify that, you can begin the healing process. Yeah, we've worked with many, many, many people doing this. And we use the idea of rewriting the history in your mind. What would it have felt like if you had 
some other outcome if something else had happened instead of your interpretation of what had happened of that event. Does that make sense? It did. Okay. Because I'm not sure I mangled Believe it or that, not. But I, that's it was visual. convoluted, but it made Thank sense. <laughs> Just kind of like, you know, like rewrite it in your mind once you find out what it is. And then once you figure out a new way to see that past event, you know, to experience the memory of it, using your adult current day knowledge of how the world works you can then pull that new story through your life and begin healing all the negative stories you created in you know from that point forward that was related to this pain. Okay, that sounded a little bit better than my convoluted one. So thank <laughs> you on that. And Lita, we have actually created a meditation in the alchemylearningcenter.com that you recorded that walks uh, someone through this process, right? Yes, we call it the Free Your Heart Meditation. It's part of the second stage of alchemy meditations that you can access through the ALC. Oh, well, there you go. So let's not forget about the ego pride tentacle that we said buyers can likely experience. How about that one next? Yes, we mentioned that woods can often have issues with this one as well. And this is related to the need for control. Yes, in the wood example, it was about the need for safety. Yes, and in the fire realm, it's a bit different. Fires in Chinese medicine are actually called the supreme controllers, air oh, quotes there's there. A, there you go on yeah. that one. And that's because fire is associated with the heart. And in Chinese medicine, the heart is called the sovereign ruler. And that makes sense. The heart seems like the most important organ in the body to me anyways. It is in so many ways. I mean, you can't live if your heart's not beating. They even say the mind is in the heart, not the brain. And that's wow. how important it is. And what if you have a little brain? Do you have a little heart too? <laughs> what if you have a big heart and a little brain? I, I didn't go on and on on that one. I don't I'm know. just going to leave that. You figure out what size your heart is and what size your brain is. Okay. And one fits inside the other. <laughs> All right. So it's like one of those little nesting dolls. Yeah. Right? Right. Okay. All right. So I'm not sure which is bigger, the heart or the mind. But anyway, so fire people are heart people. <laughs> I don't know either. You can't just throw that out. I got to think about it. I don't know either. If someone else figures it out. Did you ever play with those nesting dolls? Yes. Did you like them? They were boring. Yeah. See, there you go. There you go. All right. So fire people are heart people, which means they like to be in charge of themselves like the Supreme Controller. So they don't like to have their choices taken away. They love their smorgasbord. They yes. want to, they don't want someone to only give them one thing to eat. Someone do a word count on how many times we said smorgasbord, please, and I'll send you a t-shirt. Yes. Okay. So I get that. Don't want the choices taken away. It's not so much that they need to rule over everyone. That's more like a wood general, right? Who wants to be the leader and the boss. Right. It's not that at all. It's about going to that smorgasbord. <laughs> going to laugh every time I say it. And being allowed to make any choice you want. Don't take my choices away from me. Yeah. And if early in your life, someone really took away your choice or your choices in a very traumatic way, this could trigger or create that tentacle where now you have to be the supreme controller in your life to really get anywhere. That's exactly it. I mean, the whole Me Too movement has been about giving women back their power. And for generations and generations, probably back to the beginning of time, Women have been seen as powerless in many cases to stop sexual trauma from happening to them. And so while this tentacle can be triggered from any trauma, not just sexual trauma, it's certainly a big one for fires. And oddly for fires, it can turn into apathy, which is another one of the tentacles, because, you know, you can, you can be experiencing what we call freeze. And that's more likely a water response to sexual trauma, which Fro we're going to- Frozen water. 
frozen water, which we're going to discuss in pod 107 when we get to water. So, so creating a little anticipation. Yeah, there you go. Because waters love anticipation. Uh, how how exciting. Let's talk about sexual trauma. In 107, <laughs> yes. pod 107. But anyway. It could be any kind of trauma. Right, right. For fire, it's more often about protection, protecting the heart instead of like that freeze. So what's a better way to protect the heart than to do everything in your power to control the circumstances of your life and the people around you so you can create that safety? Yeah, and lead it up. Even though the trauma itself might be specifically about sexual trauma or bullying or some kind of other trauma, I don't like to, you know, make a hierarchy, but it's almost always related to the heart getting hurt. The fire version of the ego pride might be as simple as not accepting any suggestions from anyone. I see that a lot. Yes. And it's it's like only my ideas, only my thoughts, only talking about myself all the time. So we're back to that fire self-centeredness, but you can see where it comes from. And it can it can be extreme, like a bit of an obsession really with self. Yeah. What do I want? What do I need to do to happen here? And it can look very simple, like walking into a space, like a room and suddenly declaring that you dislike the smell or the layout or the sounds bother you and demanding that every everyone change the space to fit your needs because you can't be comfortable with it the way it is, or demanding that you leave immediately if the others won't comply. Yeah, and that's not always popular. And that's like talking about bossy fire pants yeah, bossy. versus t- bossy wood pants. Yes, some might call it bossy, but you can see the difference between wood bossy and fire supreme controller. It's really more like a tyrant, only in a much nicer way, because fires like to be nice and loved, but it can come off passive aggressive. Yeah, they are the masters of the passive aggressive for sure. And that's just because fires want to be liked and yet they're trying to get their way. Yeah. And I feel like when I'm often talking about this, I I kind of explain that that's why hurt fires are the kings and queens of passive aggressive. We just said that, like they really have that down. They want to be nice. They want to be loved, but they're really suffering with feeling like something doesn't work for them. Some aspect of the situation, like that big thing you just said up there about the rooms and Mm -hmm. this and that, has to change for them to feel safe. There's the key word there, the safety. But instead of asking overtly, they try to be kind of like fake knives and it comes off as really mean. People do not respond well to it. Right, they're trying to be nice. We've all seen it. It was like, ugh. Yeah, they don't want to be mean. But they're devastated then if anyone calls them out on it. It's really like their trauma is at work and they're desperately needing to be in control and they hate feeling like a situation is out of their control. So from the other elemental types point of view, when they see this happening, they're just like, can't you just go with the flow? Like, why can't you just let it go? Like, go with the flow. Yeah, go with the flow. And so, you know, we've got these main themes for fire now and you can see where going with the flow is kind of important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and maybe they just can't do that until they work on their stuff. Right. Now, remember, all the other tentacles are still possible for any of these elements. We're just talking about some common reactions to trauma for fires. So really, we want all of the listeners who sincerely want to free their hearts from heart pains to be able to live their best lives. And part of the self-cultivation, which is a big theme of this podcast, is a bit of watching yourself and identifying your triggers and the behaviors you cannot help doing. Right. I like that later. And if you have no choice about your behavior, then your heart is not free. It's just as simple as that. Don't overthink it. Just observe, be the watcher, look around. And if things get really, really complicated, 
we start to get triggered, right? Then Good. you have the tentacle. Good point. Yeah. Just ask yourself, do you have a choice or are you compelled to do things that are not authentically who you are, but you do them anyway? Yeah. And if that's the case, then spending some time working on examining yourself and then working on healing it, it you know, in a slow, at your own pace, you know, again, self-love, you're perfect just the way you are and you want to work on yourself. I feel like that's really cool. You know, I guarantee it was totally worth it because having a free heart is amazing. It really is. It's just so much less work when your heart is free. You can totally be yourself and not worry about how it's being perceived or about how you need to protect yourself. Because really what you're doing is you're saying, I'm so good in myself that I don't need to protect. And for fires, it's especially important to actually love yourself that much. Because once you really do, then people really can't hurt you anymore. Yeah, that and that is really big for all the elements, but really big for fire. And let's talk about the bonus that we talked about, jealousy. The bonus. It sounds like something great. And you've won. <laughs> jealousy. Jealousy. <laughs> Step right up and show how jealous you are. Well, it's really interesting with fires because it's not that they're innately jealous. It's just that if you're not getting the love, if you have that lack of love, then you might look at someone else and you'd see them getting the love. Yeah. And then you start looking at yourself and thinking, well, why? what's wrong with me that they get the love and I don't get the love? And so the jealousy is more a comparison, a constant comparison. How can I be more beautiful? How can I be nicer? How, about, how can I have a better personality? And you're comparing with someone that you're jealous of because they're getting the love. And it might not always be like overtly consciously jealous. Right. Because if you have some trauma, it could be triggering you to yes. see someone else doing that thing that you really want to do. And what it means is you can't be happy for someone else who's in love. Right. So it's like it takes away something of your heart, which naturally would celebrate someone else's love or success or whatever it is that you're jealous about. You would normally, authentically, be happy to see someone else happy. So if that triggers you, then we'll work on, you should work on that tentacle. Yes. And remember, go slow, journal, do all your good stuff and be kind to yourself. Self-love. Mm -hmm. And so Lita, are we done talking about you today? Right. <laughs> All your fire. And it's really tough to hear the, the negative, so-called negative things about yeah. fire because we always talk about the amazingness on how much fire rocks. But this is how you free yourself to go have this free, beautiful hearts that you already have. Yes. It's already in there. And any Star Trek fans out there, count this word, smorgasbord. <laughs> there I you just go. had to throw that out. <laughs> I had to throw that out there. I've been waiting all day. Smorgasbord. Okay. All right. So next up, we'll be going over Earth. Yes. Because the earth does revolve around earth. All right. There you go. All right. Have a good day. Bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast and you've reached the end. Woohoo. Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there. We love having you with us on this journey and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at InspiredActionPodcast.com or Jay at InspiredActionPodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. And remember to hug the dog. <laughs>